Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from CBS Radio Studios in New York City, it's the DA Show with your host, Damon Amendolara. Featuring Pat Boyle and the musical sounds of the Zap Zap Orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's D.A. All right, and a happy Wednesday to you, everybody. D.A. here on CBS Sports Radio. In 20 minutes, we do Dueling Schwartz's and Stun to a News. That's a segment. And in 40 minutes, an ugly youth soccer incident. The Jonathan Taylor situation ends not so well for Jonathan Taylor. Who would have thought? Can somebody get to these running backs or their agents and convince them that the reality is they're never going to win? This is not a winning time for running backs. It's the worst. It is what it is. If you're a home buyer right now, you're screwed. Mortgage rates are way up. You don't get to manipulate that. There's no way to win that. You have to wait it out. It's just not your time. Either you bite the bullet or you just got to wait it out. For Jonathan Taylor, there was no happy ending. There was no pot at the end of the rainbow. Some team that was going to swoop in and say, we're going to give you all the money you ever wanted. Oh, these evil Colts, I can't believe they wouldn't pay you. We love you. We want you. We're going to trade a first-round draft pick for you and then bowl you over with cash. That wasn't going to happen. For Saquon Barkley, there wasn't another buyer out there to drive up your price. For Josh Jacobs, the same thing. For Austin Eckler, the same thing. These guys all wanted more money somewhere. And they figured if they stamped their feet or they held their breath, their teams would be forced to trade them to a place where they were going to get money. Dalvin Cook went on a free agent tour, flat out released by the Vikings. Go find your own home. He had to basically beg for a contract. You want me, right? You really want me. I'd love to be there. None of these guys got what they thought they were going to get. So by the time we get to Jonathan Taylor, who also is not 100% healthy, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know if this is a bunch of players that have always felt like they were big men on campus. 
you know, when you're 11 years old and you're faster and stronger and bigger than everybody else, you're dominating everybody and you feel like you get to call the shots and then you get recruited by, you know, you get to play in high school and you win states or whatever and you're an all-district running back and you dominate and you get the girl in high school and everybody's cheering for you and your coach says, we're going to give you the ball 25 times a game, 30 times a game, do whatever you want. Then you got Division One schools coming in, top of the top of the line programs recruiting you, and then you end up drafted in the first or second round of the NFL draft, and you know you feel like a big man on campus the entire time, and then suddenly you're not as needed, and maybe you freak out. But I mean, how how many of us couldn't see the writing on the wall of everybody who's similar to me is not getting what they think they deserve? But I'm going to break that trend. I'm going to be the one. And Taylor wasn't. Nobody wanted to trade for him, at least not enough for the Colts to say, okay. And now he's on the PUP, out for the first four weeks. And guess what? He has to play for the Colts because, A, they won't get a package. Nobody's going to give them the package that's suddenly going to be like, oh, wow, we get that for the running back? No, no, nobody's in the running back game to trade away draft picks for a running back, as good as Taylor is. And it's weird, I've said this before, it's weird that people are so loyal or romantic to the running back notion. If you just could take, and look, there's nobody nostalgic, as nostalgic as I am, I mean, I just did 12 minutes on old Pizza Huts. Come on. <laughs> so I'm as nostalgic and romantic as they come about old stuff. But all you have to do is read the market. And the market says none of these running backs get what they want. None of them. None. Zero. Not, though there was one anomaly because he was so great. None. So Taylor was not going to get traded. He's not going to get traded for this offseason during the season. And he's on the PUP, meaning he's going to have to play for the Colts to accrue service time to get him closer to free agency. So what? Now he's going to just risk his body, which he never wanted to do anyway, for a team that he hates, doesn't want to do. But he's going to have to be productive. So he's going to have to run hard and be committed and try to help the Colts win to up his value. Fighting against the Colts' current was never going to be a good decision, and I'm surprised he and his agent or whoever his advisors are decided that that was the, the tactic they were going to take. Blew up in their face again. I don't expect him to be happy that Jim Irsay said what he said, but also, how much evidence do you need? You're running backs. You're not winning any of these leverage contests, so stop fighting them. Number two, Von Miller, also on the PUP list. He's recovering from the ACL that he suffered last November. He's out for the first four games. It's not surprising because, look, he's a 30-something-year-old pass rusher who suffered an ACL tear mm, nine months ago. So not surprising he'll have to be on the PUP for the first month. If he comes back for week five, that's a huge win for the Bills. Honestly, you need Von Miller second half of the season and the postseason. And the fact that they didn't have Von Miller in the playoffs showed big time when freaking Skyler Thompson nearly pulled off the comeback and won in Buffalo wildcard round. And then in the divisional round when Joe Burrow just crushed them. 
could have used Von Miller. So this is all about second half of the season, postseason for Von in Buffalo. However, I will say this. In the first four games that he will miss, two are division games against two, what we assume will be well-passing, highly productive aerial attacks and quarterbacks, Jets and Dolphins. The Bills will have to play Aaron Rodgers without Vaughn, and they'll have to play the Dolphins, whether two is in that game or not, without Vaughn. Everybody in Washington's like, Sam Howell's amazing. This guy's got the goods. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Bills can't beat the Commanders without Von Miller. And the fourth game they have is the Raiders, and you know the Raiders should probably stink this year. But two division games, one against Rodgers, one against, one against Tua maybe, the two dynamic wide receivers that the Dolphins have, and the Bills could find themselves at 2-2 two and two in the first month of the season in a highly competitive division and, you know, have to really make up some ground in the second half or at least make some of these second division matchups must-wins. So that is a big deal. And I like the Bills. I like the Bills to once again be very good. The Bills' roster top to bottom is still very good. It's still well-rounded. They still have a dynamic quarterback. They still have a great wide receiver, no matter what that relationship is like. They have that. They have players on defense. They have experience winning. They've been the best team in the division the last couple of years. They've hosted playoff games. They have a, a head coach that is no-nonsense and kind of has a, has a plan and, and knows how to execute the game plan within the franchise. It's a good team. I still think they're the best team of that division roster standpoint. Dolphins are really close. But I, I still think they're better than the Jets from a roster standpoint. What I would tell you, though, is Sean McDermott, while coaching the Bills, has had a really bad habit of mistakes, brain farts, poor days, something in some big spots. There's been some big head scratchers in Bill's land under Sean McDermott. They've been good, but couldn't get over the hump. And in all of those games where they couldn't get over the hump, there's been a head-scratcher. Last year, I mean, what was that against the Bills? Uh, against the Bengals, rather. It was a, a day where fighting on the sideline, they didn't quite show up. They seemed at a loss. What happened in the wild-card round? How, how are the Dolphins stringing together a comeback in that game? What happened against the Vikings last year? The 4th and 18 by Justin Jefferson. Then the two red zone interceptions by Josh Allen. Then the fumble at the goal line by Josh Allen as well. I mean, all these things are a calamity. Go back to the Hale Murray. You're supposed to have the Hale Mary defended and you didn't. Go back to 13 seconds against the Chiefs. Time and time and time and time again, we seem to have these incidents where the Bills falter in a big spot and it comes down to preparation, coaching, execution. Those worry me. In a division as good as this one is going to be this year, in an AFC that's going to be as good as they are, a loss like Von Miller in the first month of the season, it's not the death knell, but I worry that the Bills are really talented, but they're running out of gas, and that you can't count on the coach in the big spot 
to make sure they're in the right spot. That's the part that worries me. DA, that's, you know, all these hot seat, you know, lists and all that stuff. I feel like nobody's really talking about Sean McDermott as somebody that, you know, at the end of this year, if Buffalo fails, comes up short again, how much longer can you run it back with him? Because it's hard to say whether there's impatience within the front office or the ownership with him. It seems like there's not. It seems like at the moment they trust him. They like his consistency. They like consistency. They like his 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 abilities. It feels like there's not pressure on him. However, if this team misses the playoffs this year, which is totally possible, let's just say there's two teams that come out of the AFC East that make the playoffs and two teams that don't. It's possible it's, it's the Jets and the Dolphins that make the playoffs and not the Bills. I think it would be a tough sell to Bills fans that McDermott is the right guy, that they're ascending and not descending. But it depends on the decision makers. I don't know if they share that. That shooting that happened in Chicago, the White Sox game, did you guys see this? This is incredible. Yeah, yeah. unreal. This is incredible. So there was a there was gunfire. There was a apparently mistaken discharge, Pat. Mistaken discharge that happened at this White Sox game. And luckily, nobody was seriously hurt. Two women were wounded, but people are wondering, how was there a gun in the stadium? I mean, every ballpark you go to, there is massive security and metal detectors, and you get wanded and patted down. I mean, how do you, you get a gun into a ballpark? And when I tell you how this gun got in, you're going to think I made it up or you're going to think that this is some Onion article. But this is apparently from a pretty good source and pretty good reporting that the woman who brought in the gun, it was a woman, Pause, listen, turn up your radio, park the car, don't get out of the car just yet. The woman who brought the gun into Guaranteed Rate Field hid the gun in between rolls of her belly fat. Ew! Now, how much deep dish? How many Polish sausages are you eating on the south side of Chicago? How much Pequods are you eating? Pequods? How much are you, how many Chicago dogs are you crushing that you are so fat you can hide a gun in the roll of your fat and people paid to find the gun never saw it, couldn't find it. How big is the gun and what role are you hiding it in? And are you so fat that the people at the the security scared to touch your fat because you're so fat? I mean, when you go through a metal detector with a gun, the detector's got to go off. When you get wanted, it's got to go off. But she must have been so fat that they were scared to say, Mama, you got to do this again. 
you got to do this again. We got, hey, I, I don't know why your right rib cage keeps beeping on this wand, but I'm going to have to get in there. She must have been so enormous that they were uncomfortable sticking their hand into the rolls of fat where this gun was. Yeah. So it's either did the metal detector go off? I, it has to, right? I mean, fat can't prevent the metal detector from detecting the metal. It has to. You would think it would have Unless to. Unless people would just walk in with guns, potentially with, like, tons of clothing all over them. I True. Mean, the metal itself has to be detected. Right? Unless it's a carbon fiber gun or those. Is that possible? I mean, what kind of, you know, what kind of, <laughs> kind of artillery is this woman bringing in here? I don't know. Uh, there, there, I think there, there probably are metal-less guns, right? I don't know. I don't want to sound like an idiot. But let's say it is metal, and it goes off, and they just go, uh, like, they look at her, and she just goes, huh? Oh, I don't know. And I they do it again. I don't know, honey. I don't know. Wait, what is that? No? I don't know. Must I don't be a faulty metal detector. I don't know. But imagine she says something like, how dare you? How dare you look in my fat? How dare yeah, you don't want to be. Trust me, I service workers, hospitality workers, people that work at baseball stadiums. They don't want to be nailed no. on fat shaming nope. or they don't want to lose their job. Singling out somebody, you know, you. So this woman is the perfect criminal. She's a mastermind. She got so fat she can get through anything with a weapon. That's uh, now. You could go and retrace the steps, and a lot of these stadiums do just the pat-down. So if you do the pat-down... Without the metal detector? I've seen it before where they just will pat you down. But after... No, sometimes no wand. No no wand. No wand. Yeah. So if they're patting her down... You're, you can't get in you're there. Not, you're not going underneath <laughs> the crevices. You can't get in there. You're not going with cheeses. No, Shim she's her got a, with your hand in the ribs. She's got a 4X Frank Thomas jersey on. There's no way you're getting in those roles. No, I thought all stadiums have to have metal detectors. That's not a thing. I don't I don't think, like, I, there's been times where I've been just patted down. And wanded. Uh, to be honest, it's it's just so secondary now. I don't even like, but I've I've seen where you like guys especially will go in there and just get patted down. I mean, if you've got an old school five X Carlton Fisk throwback on, and you're three hundy, and you know, and you've got something tucked in there, whether it's a laffy taffy or or it's a gun, <laughs> that, those security guards they're not getting in there. They're not. They're just not getting in there. So La this is amazing. Laffy Taffy or a Cappy Taffy. A cappy. And then the fact that she capped herself. She capped herself. So this discharges is discharges mistakenly. You know, if you've got a gun hit under the rolls of fat, if you stretch a little bit to the right, you want to get up to go to the bathroom, you stretch to the left to go get your Chicago dog that's coming from the side, maybe you reach over to get that next gallon of beer that you're going to guzzle. You know, you just shift a little bit. That thing could go off. So I don't want to fat shame here. That's not what I'm here to do. Mraz would argue with that. But that, but now it does provide a little bit of, of worry if you're at a ballpark next to a huge house. <laughs> you know, now you're like, wow, I don't know if there's a weapon hit I, in I'm there. Move over. Now, yeah. Let me get behind. 
Let me get at least behind. Let me go back to the concession stand. Let and the me... White Sox said they didn't want to create a panic, so they just allowed the game to continue. Like the game, a lot of people had no idea this happened. And then also it was like, uh, it was a, there was a shooting at Guaranteed Rate Stadium, whatever the hell it's called now. Which is more excitement than the White Sox have had all season long. Right. Also, there was a previously scheduled concert after the game. Now, they did cancel that, and they said it was for technical issues, but I think we know that it probably was not. If you care to guess what this enormous whale of a White Sox fan with a gun hid in the fat rolls of her stomach was there to see after the game, could oh. I interest you in vanilla ice, raw base, and tone loke? <laughs> <laughs> Funky Cole Medina. <laughs> now that's a good regular season White yeah. Sox post game concert, yeah. is it not? You get vanilla ice, raw bass. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. And Tone Loke. So you're getting Ice Ice Baby, It Takes Two, and Funky Cold Medina? That's a good concert. It's a really good White Sox concert. Mm -hmm. So I found a New York Post article that says, the report said sources claimed the woman set off the metal detectors three separate times. Really? And that security performed subsequent checks but did not See? find the gun. That was oh, my there theory. There you go. You know, because this mountain of a person keeps beeping and you're like I, I don't see anything you took your wallet out you took your keys out and what do you and maybe at that point you just assume maybe she's got some kind of weird piercing right and if it's going off near her ribs maybe you just assume nip <laughs> what yeah maybe she, that's what she's saying yeah it's my piercing it's my piercing and then she says like how dare you keep sticking your finger deeper into my fat roll and meanwhile, she's like holding her breath because if she breathes out, maybe the thing just goes. Beep. <laughs> that, and, and, <laughs> and then it ends up in left field. That's a. You know you're gonna get other people trying to do this. You gotta be really fat to pull it off, though. But I mean, I mean, you, you basically got to look like the fat guy from Fat Boys. They got to be that <laughs> fat and to. to <laughs> they got to figure out a way to. This is 600-pound life fat. I mean, how fat do you have to be to hide a gun in your fat roll? And to walk with it. I mean, it's not like you're sitting on a bus and it's tucked in there. You know, you got to get up and walk with it. And that's pretty amazing physically. Physically, maybe, this I, I'm impressed. Maybe uh, these stadiums enlist Dr. Nazardin to, to help out with obtaining... Where a gun or finding where a gun could be. It opens up a whole new can of worms because now security is going to be told by their directors, you're going to have to stick your hand in some fat rolls here to make sure if this thing's going off, you can't let the fatty through. <laughs> you, I love how you're not fat shaming, but <laughs> you've used whale and fatty pretty liberally here. I don't know what the solution is. It's like there are books behind you. Do you have to like... Like, spin through the rolls of fat like you hold a book and fan a book pages, like looking for your bookmark or whatever? Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, you do. You have to dig in there. It's got to be like building sandcastle. you got to get your hands in there. you got to <laughs> like pull things dough. apart. Yeah. But you got to lift it up, look under pot. the hood. <laughs> but my physics question would be, it's one thing to, like, sit here, right? And if you're 
if you have the ability to tuck something under a roll. Mm-hmm. But as you're walking, it's amazing. The, that the fat can fight off gravity of the gun just falling out of your your skin flap. That thing was tucked in there deep. Yeah. What, what else is in there that she doesn't know about? I, re- I really- a person. <laughs> a couple of a couple of Snickers. <laughs> no. Oh, that's where Terrence went. <laughs> no, there was a Lucas Giolito bobblehead. I think all stuck in there. <laughs> oh, Tony Larusa. <laughs> yeah, they planned the Larusa retired. They too. planned the Giolito bobblehead <laughs> night two months ago, and then they traded him, so they decided to do it anyway. I think, and Mraz would be a good a good person to talk about this not because he's that fat but just because i think it probably starts with the buddha belly you put the gun on top of the buddha belly and then flop the top rolls over so that it's almost the buddha belly is providing a shelf of sort and so then you are walking you're walking (laughs) and why did she need a gun has anybody asked that question either would she have to rob base and that's that's a really good question that's a really good question. Yeah, poor Vanilla Ice. I wonder if he got paid. He probably needs <laughs> needs all the money he can get at this point. All those guys. <laughs> you can't, me. Go ahead. I don't you, care. You Just buy a ticket. concert. They can't make the mortgage. Instead of Ice Ice Baby, Glock Glock Baby. Glock. You Glock Baby. Really? I mean, honestly, Rob Bass, if he's not performing at White Sox Twins, he's not making rent this week. <laughs> <laughs> To pay that very uh, out of pocket health care. He's on Cobra because they canceled it. They canceled this. <laughs> Tubby. And Tubby just fun. sent him into chapter 11. <laughs> just imagine how sullen all three of those guys are. Guys, no concert. They're like, oh. And then they're behind the music comes out. <laughs> Vanilla Ice. And, and the last part is this story. I needed this concert. <laughs> and now I'm in jail. <laughs> Their huge reunion show. They're finally back together. <laughs> back on stage. <laughs> playing the big city of Chicago. <laughs> the, the, my concert was canceled because someone had a gun in their role. They, and they all end up at the Wiener Circle over near Wrigley just eating these Chicago dogs sadly. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No concert tonight. And the Giordano's. <laughs> It's okay, Rob. <laughs> I'll be okay. That's my tone look. Yes. <laughs> we'll allow it. Sorry, Robbie Van Winkle. Really wanted to hear you do Ninja Turtle rap again. We were going to rock all 7,000 of those fans tonight. <laughs> I tell you, he had the best cameo in a, in a comedy I've seen. Him and Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He was like a detective. Yeah. That was great. Or at least he was a cop. Uh, a cop to, uh, talking to Ace. Right, right. When we come back here on the show, we've got a huge hour here. We've got dueling Schwartzes and Stunned. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is not the time, Mace. If I don't want to come down here and see me talking to you or your ass, I'm history. Little wet, little drippy, 24-7. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> Welcome back, DA, with you here on CBS Sports Radio. You can always watch us on YouTube or on Twitch or at watchda.com. Joe tweets, DA, obesity is a problem. It's not uncommon to find TV remotes and days-old sandwiches inside people's fat rolls. Really? I, I, I did not know that. That's, that's weird. That's wacky stuff. Arsenio! Oh! Timbo Slice writes, I love how Mraz is gone, and now you're just throwing the F word around. LOL. Mm. By the way, that's from the account at DA's 100 pounds. How's that going, by the way, Fatty? I was trending poorly. Then, yesterday, then last week on vacation, I went to the gym twice and did a really good big-time workout, and then this week, back to no workout. So I probably, whatever gains I made with a Z last week, mm. I've given it all back and then okay. doubled it because I've been driving around with AJ the last couple of days just trying to get him to go to sleep. Ugh. He sleeps well in the car, and he's three months old, and it's just me watching him in the afternoons. My wife has had to go to work. So the only thing I can do is go through fast food drive throughs So I've hit the BK for that new BK crisp chicken wrap two days ago plus fries, and then yesterday had a Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. So I'm not doing well in the fatty department. Look at it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could start hiding things in your folds. Seriously. New goals in life. Right? At this point, I'll be the one getting <laughs> nabbed with a Lucas Giolito bobblehead inside of my fat rolls coming up here in a September game. <laughs> Maggie Gray's <laughs> gifted Bills jersey is under fold three on your right hip. <laughs> and they're all numbered. <laughs> to all the D-Aliens that were so kind to send me and Pete the Body Amazon gift cards, please, no more gifts you cannot send because it could get hidden in my fat rolls coming up your shoulder. <laughs> and I'll never be able to find it or cash it in. So. <laughs> what, what, what if we Sorry. see? <laughs> Sorry. I thought we had more little wet, little drippy koozies left, but... <laughs> I don't think so, although they could be caught in my fat rolls. They might be all over the floor right now. Uh, 
Pete, in lieu of a fourth round of interviews, what if the remaining candidates for Sean's job climbed into DA's folds and whoever stayed in the longest got the job? Yeah, we got like a contest or something. <laughs> so it's hysterical because I come into work today and say, hey, I've got a Schwartz clip that I want you guys to pull and play from this morning's. He was on the local side of things, the embargoed radio station. And they said, well, it just so happens that we have a clip that we want to play from Schwartz. So I said, you know what? Forget soundcheck. Let's do its own segment. So kind of like a dueling piano bar. <laughs> We've just walked into an Old West saloon. <laughs> and Here's your sarsaparilla and your spittoon. <laughs> How many fat rolls do you have today? <laughs> Here's your sarsaparilla. Right, and here's your deviated septum. <laughs> As short snores at the end of the bar. So, why don't we play my clip first? This is the clip that I wanted to play here on the air, and we'll see Dueling Schwartz is which one is more Schwartz. It, it, it just never made any sense. He was he was a homegrown player. He was your guy, and he listen. He, he had his moments where he wasn't good, but he certainly had moments that he was good. And I just never again at this. It never made any sense to me. Plus, I had gotten a whole bunch of his baseball cards, and then I had to throw them in the old Yankee box. Well, see, <laughs> that's that's one reason. The other one, I was I, ticked. I, Schwartz didn't like the Harrison Bader trade or release or whatever because he has a box of baseball cards of former Yankee players, and now he has to take him from the current Yankee players box. And put it in the old Yankee player's box. That's part of the annoyance with this move as a Yankee fan for him. All of that work he has to go through. Put it right next to a Dave LaPointe card. <laughs> I mean, the fact that he could take the Harrison Bader decision and make it about himself is truly an art form for Schwartz. That's classic Schwartz. How can I make this about me? Oh, I've got his baseball cards. Now I have to put it in the old Yankee box. That was the clip I was want. I wanted to present in soundcheck. Here is the one that was it Pete or Pat that brought it in. I, it was me and then Pat. We all all collaborated. Okay, here's the second clip. Boys have clearly outgrown this. Minute, so the minute, next minute, va- minute, on, the next on, vacation hold on. will be hold on, hold on. two rooms. <laughs> Four people in one hotel room. Yeah. You're drilling on yourself. Yeah. You can't believe it. Like, what the? <laughs> That's it. And one of them is a high school long snapper. Right? <laughs> it's, it's it's a long snapper. Yeah. He's sleeping with his parents on vacation. It's it's the last time and that's going to happen. You, I, you, and you have to snore. You must snore. No, I have a seat. <laughs> no, not anymore. I have a seatpat no, machine. No, you that with them in the room? too with them in the room? You must be like Darth it's Vader not, at night. It's not, it's not like a, a bunch of DJ equipment. It's a little box that sits on the nightstand. My God, Peter, I'm trying, but I can't Jesus. understand this. It's rough. Only one bathroom, two beds, oh, and a TV. That's not easy. You, one of your boys drops a deuce. What happens? It's got to stick up a whole apartment the, the room. What's well, going on here? Are, what happens when you want to do a little finicula, finicula? But, but then what happens? Boys leave. What goes on? Hey guys. Well, you know. I mean, I don't know what to tell you on that. It was, this is the last time that they're going to be in the in the room with us. Uh, yeah, you didn't answer the question though. Finicula, finicula. So that's Peter Schwartz tell, uh, saying that this is going to be the last time they're all going to share one room. Yeah. On okay. Vacation. So 
first of all, we have an embargoed radio station that we've now played two clips from in the same segment. Correct. So I guess that embargo is now over as well. Also, this week on New York accents. <laughs> it's evidence. We, it's evidence, and we need the, for somebody that's on our station. I think you guys win. Your clip is better because that is an amazing admission that the Schwartzes go on vacation and four of them, two of them being high school-aged boys, mm. share one hotel room. And that includes Schwartz, who's a big man, lugging around his CPAP machine as well. <laughs> as if that's better than snoring. Their dad in a nose guard attached to a machine. <laughs> I mean, the machine is designed, right, to make sure you make it through the night, right? And like... <laughs> and Schwartz's His oldest son is almost as big as Schwartz is these days. He came to the Bob's Bar Show. He's an enormous kid. So you got two large kids. In one bed? Huge Schwartz. They probably get a cot. And then all, all in one room and a CPAP machine plus luggage? And this vacation, Where? by the way, is in... Canton, Ohio, I think, <laughs> for the Pro Football Hall of Fame inductions. You're not even at the beach. So they're definitely collecting tons of memorabilia uh-huh. and also adding that to the, the room. Oh, I, uh, the poor mother. <laughs> Three boys and her. Oh, that's a rough, that's a rough weekend in Northeast Ohio. Yeah, and... Obviously, cost plays into this. Everybody can afford, like, Boomer a second hotel for all the kids you're lugging around. But, I mean, Boomer's not 100% wrong here in that those boys are teenagers. They need to be in their own space. Vinicula, Finiculi, whatever aside, they just need to have their own, own room, not yeah. near mom and dad anymore. They can get a joining room. They're there for. Open up the door, and there you go. I don't even want to picture that. Finiculi, Finicula. They're big boys. That's, I mean, that's the issue. It's yeah. not like... You know, if you bring your baby on the road, or you bring your two-year-old, or you bring your six-year-old, or you, you're a bunch of skinny people, or whatever. Well, it's because regardless of skinny I'm or not, saying- they're old enough to be in a room by themselves for the night. Even if it's the next room I'm unconnected. Saying, it's, it's a squeeze. It's a squeeze. That's a squeeze. Yes. Honey, I want to do it with the mask on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> take, take okay, out DJ. <laughs> do your band impersonation. <laughs> The breathing gets heavier. We're going to get an email today about this one. (laughs) Oh, Oh. let's just do the update here and no stun. We'll do stun next hour. If that was a stun enough. That feels like a stun. We just had. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.
how the visual is not yeah. gross because of the laughing of the air machine. <laughs> the breathing <laughs> it, It's like a sketch. Uh, it's like a, a family guy <laughs> right, episode. It is. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be the, 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 the premise. <laughs> My stomach hurts, man. <laughs> you know what, Boyle? That performance gets you a pass through the fat roll round. Right. You don't need to do that. You're still alive. You're, <laughs> You're still alive. <laughs> you move <Happened> forward. <laughs> now the person who survives DA's fat folds goes up against you in the final round for, for Sean's job. Hump. <laughs> You've got to buy. <laughs> You've earned a buy through the fat fold round. <laughs> Can't you keep it score at home? The automatic qualifier out of the fat fold region. Unfortunately, Dana Mechanicsburg still has to sift through my fat yeah. folds. <laughs> Billy climbed in, but boy, will see. <laughs> you got to find Billy Jackalone in my fat folds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him. He's somewhere around here. <laughs> Pokes a hand out every now and then. <laughs> Just hear random names of net players. Like a whack-a-mole. Uh, okay, sports. Yeah. Sports. Uh, still no sign, BTW, of Joe Burrow at Bengals practice. Head oh. coach Zach Taylor asked if Burrow's desire for a new contract is why he's now not practicing, not his July calf injury. And Taylor quickly said no. He was then asked how Burrow is recovering. I think he has a very healthy body, um, and I'm encouraged by that. Yeah, don't worry. That's not mm. creepy. Uh, <laughs> Taylor, though, would not commit to Burrow practicing next week when week one prep really begins. Uh, you've mentioned, we've been discussing the shooting at that White Sox game. We also had the Ronald Acuna Jr. situation in Coors Field two nights ago. That's why the MLBPA has requested a review of safety procedures at ballparks. The Braves winning in Denver last night without incident 3-1. Giants righty Alex Cobb was one out away from a no-hitter, and then Cincy's Spencer Steer doubled into right center. I wasn't mad, sad. I was just, uh, you know, all right, let's finish it off kind of thing. Um, but at least like the CG out of it. Cobb did get the CG, got the final out, a 6-1 win for his Giants, who jumped the Diamondbacks for the last NL wildcard spot with Arizona losing at Dodger Stadium 9-1. And those Yankees, 4-2 winners in Detroit last night. They win back-to-back road games for the first time since late June in Oakland. USA men's basketball finishing group play with a 110-62 route of Jordan at the FIBA World Cup in the Philippines. Anthony Edwards, 22 points in 19 minutes. Round two begins on Friday against Montenegro. DA, back to you. Thank you very much, Mr. Bogues. (laughs) <laughs> Upside Down Mike says, I think the fact that security just said, ah, you know what, she's fat. It's probably a 12-pack of cola under those rolls. Welcome to Guaranteed Rate Field. is so baffling to me. I guess you needed the gun in case the Italian beef line got too long. <laughs> Hashtag, I, that is where the salt goes. Wow. <laughs> they gave up. That, that is horrible. Oh, boy. When we come back, a pretty awful soccer, youth soccer incident. DA, CBS Sports Radio. (laughs) Driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal, and law enforcement officers can tell you 
can tell if you're driving high. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. Welcome back. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio each and every morning. Thanks so much for being with us. You can listen to us on CBS Sports Radio's affiliates nationwide as well as Sirius XM 158 and also tell your smart speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. There is a lot of ugliness that goes along with youth sports. Now, for those youth coaches that do it well and commit the time and want to coach kids and and support kids, I got nothing but love for you because it could be a thankless endeavor these days. The parents that also just tell their kids, hey, you know what? We want you to be a good teammate. We want you to be coachable. We want you to work hard and commit, but we're not going to drive you nuts if you don't become the next, you know, superstar. I applaud you as well. The, the problem is either one or the other when the coach is taken far too seriously or the parents do. In this case, it was a parent. A Northern Virginia soccer coach, Vince Villanueva, is recovering from injuries. He was coaching a youth soccer team when he saw a player on the ground who was speaking to a parent. He went over to see if the player was okay, and that's when another parent grabbed him, jumped him, and started beating him with a metal water bottle. And he ends up suffering an orbital fracture and head injuries. Now, he's going to be okay, but he's just said, said, how how could this be happening? He was filling in at a boys' team scrimmage as a, as a favor for the friend, for a friend. And that's when he took the field and a parent started walking to him. Now, once this incident happened, players rushed to his aid, other parents rushed to his aid, but he said, as I was turning to talk to the dad, the next thing I know, I was on the ground. Then I heard a, lo- a loud ding noise. I realized I was getting hit in the head with a metal water bottle. And, you know, he just said, look, my big thing is allow your kids to enjoy this. Let the volunteers and people that are out there trying to help your kids, allow them to do that too and support them. The person who uh, threw the water bottle or, or jumped them was charged with malicious wounding. We have yet to see what uh, the outcome is on on that, but he he ran away, and ultimately officers arrived and arrested him nearby. I mean, unfortunately, we just keep getting stories like this, and there's a lot of good people out there that do a lot of good things with youth sports, and it's not just one big cesspool, but the people that do muck it up really muck it up, and I don't know if there's an easy solution besides trying for the good the good peeps to take care of the bad peeps by being like, no, that's not how we're going to do things here. But it just feels like these types of stories go further and further. And, you know, if there's an element to any part of youth sports around you where it could get violent, again, you just have to check yourself and be like, what are we even doing here? It's so meaningless. It's so meaningless. Your kid's not going pro. It's just the reality. It is so meaningless. You just got to let it go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.